0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDIC. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where do you go. Where?
1: Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Wednesday episode of Inside the Twenty with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We will do our best to get as much recruiting intel to you with inside the twenty minute mark. We'll do our best. Keith, how you doing this morning, big dog?
0: I'm good, brother. What's going on, man?
1: Oh, you know, uh, you know. Believe it or not, some things are going on. Yeah. And uh, we're we always write about it first at Auburn Live on three. If you're not a member of that site now, is a perfect opportunity. Uh, One week free, kind of a trial basis, but you probably won't need it. But at the end of that, you get 50% off, man. Absolutely wouldn't. Welcome new subscribers to the Auburn Live on 3 family. Also, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, Auburn Live on 3, please like and subscribe. Hit that notification button. Get notified every time a video is uploaded. Before we get started, Keith, big uh, how about you to Caleb Schofield from Mike Patton Auto there in LaGrange, Georgia, Big fan, big sponsor of the show. We appreciate him. We appreciate his uh, support. We asked our listeners to give him, if if you're in the market for a new car, new truck, new, new Jeep, new Bronco, Keith might even say, give... Caleb Schofield to call 5, uh, 334-531-0996 there at Mike Patton Auto in, on Lafayette Parkway in LaGrange, Georgia. Sells new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and even Hondas. Love me some Honda cars. All used cars have to pass a multi-point inspection before they even think about selling them. And then they back all the used cars with a free three-month, 3,000-mile 3, warranty. Huge. Plus, the new the, the new vehicles are even better. The, the new vehicles come with a lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited mileage. And, hell, if you're not even in the market to buy a car and you know somebody who is, send them to Caleb. He'll give you $300 bills. Can't beat it, man. Give Caleb a call there, 334-531-0996. All right, Keith. You know, we're in the middle of the season. We have turned the halfway point. Auburn has 10 commitments in the 2023 class, but we feel like that number could be growing soon. We uh, put up another War Room Plus Wednesday morning on Auburn Live on three. It has some really good intel, some two offensive line intel, the, the two most important positions in this class, offensive lineman and, and the edge on defense. And Auburn looks to be gaining some momentum on, at both of those positions. We talk about Clay Whedon on Monday, Monday potentially decommitting from Michigan State. He, la- he did later that evening, and a decision for him could be coming soon. To me, Keith, and I think I wrote in the War Room Plus today, it's always been Michigan State or Auburn for him, and if Michigan State is out of the picture, presumably it is now that he's decommitted, you got to think Auburn's in a good spot for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who always loved Auburn, always liked visiting Auburn, loves the culture. He's an outdoorsman, so that means you guys uh, may be out there fishing and hunting together at some point. And, and, obviously, you'll be needling him for, for scoop if that happens, I hope.
1: Um, me, him, and Jeff Berger. I don't know if you remember <laughs> Jeff Berger. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah. Yeah. Are you both uh, with Jeff Berger?
1: No, but I think he got in trouble for going on a hunt when he was in college. I have to look that up. I'm sure some of the OG Auburn fans can tell me, but Jeff Berger, who was my favorite quarterback growing up.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think he got in trouble for going on a hunt or something. Pa- a paid hunt. You know, Back th- back then you couldn't do that stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, so he's, you know, this, he's down in Tampa, which is where I'm at. And he, he, but he loves Auburn and, you know, Michigan State. And he, this kid is first class. Let's just be honest. We Absolutely. both it so many times. Man, people are going to be like, oh, come on. You guys say that about every kid. No, mm-hmm. well, no, we don't. <laughs> <And> no. There's <laughs> actually say, a few
1: in this class that yeah, we don't really care for.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, if we're, if we're saying it over and over again, there's probably something to it. Now, uh, you know, you hope he he lives up to what we're uh, what we say about him, and I think he will. He's in oh, absolutely. First class. Yeah, he's first class. But anyway, uh, he so point being, he has said nothing but nice things, nothing but great things about Michigan State. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not in the SEC. He likes the SEC. It's not close to home. I think what he figured out was this fall, and he officially visited Michigan State. I want to say in June, getting up there during the season is hard. Okay, now obviously, if he's playing there. It wouldn't be that hard because he'd be living in East Lansing, Michigan. But what about your family in Tampa? It's a real financial investment, and that's, and that's one of the reasons why most schools try to recruit within their footprint in the southeast, uh, Jeffrey. Because financial stuff has to be taken into consideration, and, and it's just easier to get to Auburn. So that's not it's not like it's Auburn by default. That's just one of the benefits that Auburn has you know, when he's looking at the recruitment. So uh it looks good for right Now, look, they got a huge need for him. They're going to be dipping into three different pots. We know this. High school, four or five guys. Juco, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And then the transfer portal market. And I think he's probably a guy that's going to need two or three years of seasoning before he's ready to really make his mark at the next stop. And, and
1: knows uh, that. What's that? And he knows that.
0: Yeah, it, it, most smart offensive linemen. You know, right. like, he's not just a nice young guy. He's a very smart guy. And he's, he's taking a real pragmatic – I hope I'm getting the word right because I'm not that smart – a real pragmatic approach with this. He's saying, hey, listen, man, yeah, they have a big need, but you know, I'm comfortable there, um, and I know that I'll be ready at some point, but maybe not right away. And I'm Now, there's always that guy that gets there and is a lot more ready than he thought and anybody else thought, and there are surprises. There's no question about it. But, yeah, I think he just loves – I mean, you've talked to him more than I have, but from what I can tell, he just – there's nothing about Auburn he doesn't like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean literally I mean Auburn checks every single box for him and as we've come to learn talking to our various sources he checks a lot of boxes for Auburn too now uh, so it seems like you know logically Jeffrey reading all the tea leaves that he's gonna end up at Auburn I mean you, you're the first one that, that really put your neck out on the limb and, and suggested that uh, you were the first one the other day that called out uh, you know the possibility of him decommitting and he did and and you love Auburn's chances, and so do I. It just It just feels right, and, and, you know, it's a good, solid, strong pickup if it happens.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I'm not the uh, the analysis like Cole or J-Head, but, you know, from talking to sources who know a lot more about it than I do, he's a kid that could project at right tackle. He could also end up at guard. I mean, that's the kind of guys Auburn needs right now, versatile guys who could play inside or outside. He's yeah. He he, he's all about getting better. He is. You're you're not going to have to motivate him. You're not going to have to. Excuse me. You're not going to have to worry about whether or not he's going to be late to a workout or whether he's not going to be the last guy standing there. He's the type of guy Auburn has. uh, He's kind of a 1980s Auburn lineman. And yeah, yeah. And Jeffrey, or I'm sorry. And that's what you want. That's what you need.
0: Well, and I moved to Tampa right around first of July, and Auburn may be on the verge of landing its second offensive lineman. From this area since I got here.
1: The back so man has been trying, revealed. Yeah, we need, yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> we need to get the message back to Auburn. If if they're looking for any lineman down near South Beach, I'm willing to go Yeah, right. You know, I'm willing to sacrifice my quality of life to maybe go live in Miami Beach for a right. while or you know, wherever. You know? Right. No, well, but ha- I mean it's a look, I mean you got Janoris Wilson on board, a swing guy, like you said. They mm-hmm. really like him. And and he's a guy I've already yeah. I think he's a guy that's having – Janoris Wilson's having a great year, and I think right now he's the lowest rated of Auburn's 10 commitments. He's going to move up. I, I feel confident in saying that. Now, how high is he going to be a four-star? I don't know. Um, but Auburn's had a lot of good luck with high three-star guys on the offensive line. The you know, most historically, luck. You know, historically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I like I like Clay Whedon. He's got a lot of potential. He's going to get up there and work hard, Okay. I don't think there's any question about that. It, you know, wherever he goes, and we think it's going to be Auburn, he's going to get in there and he's going to work hard. Um, you know, and look, it's going to be a big adjustment. He, the school he's at right now is not a huge school, uh, so he's going to be going up against guys bigger, stronger, faster. He knows that he's going to need an adjustment period, but everybody does. And he look, the guy's huge. He's like six, 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 seven, still growing into his body. That's why offensive linemen need a little bit of an acclimation period. You know, they right. they need it more than other positions because. They're, these are big kids growing into their bodies, getting used to being giant kids, uh, working on their footwork, foot speed, all that stuff. It all works together. So, uh, but he's got a lot of potential, and I, I think that I think Auburn's going to be glad if it can land him for sure. Uh, I'm stating the obvious there.
1: Absolutely. And speaking of Miami, I don't yeah. think it, I don't think it's southeast. My geography down there no. is not not as great, yeah. but Miami Central. Reuben Bain, four-star edge there, visited for LSU. Keith, been hearing a lot of buzz about Auburn since he left that visit. And very, very positive behind the scenes. He is relaying strong messages to Auburn to the point where I I, I didn't have any choice, but to bump him up to 75% on my hot board, am I close to putting in a pick for yeah. him? I am close. I'm close. That's a pretty
0: high percentage, man.
1: It's it's very. That's, it's, it's for me. It's very high. It really is. I I try well, to be what, conservative.
0: Yeah, and there's one source that you and I have that that has knowledge of this information, and you're probably a little more tied in with that person than I am. But we both talk to this one person, and 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 they're they're that that's the vibe we're getting. And then and then also you have other people you talk to, and I have other people to talk to that are different people. So I've got some Florida mm-hmm. people. You've got, yeah. You know, we we're talking to different people. This isn't coming from one, one right. mouth, okay? Right. And 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 in fact, one of the people I talked to, that's a very tight end in South Florida, said they thought that Auburn might get banged regardless of who the head coach was.
1: I, I so believe Auburn, that. I believe that. Know,
0: that he just loves Auburn. That you know, all those Miami kids that visited for the LSU game, they were really taken aback by the. Uh, Life's better with American Family Insurance. But by, by the atmosphere and the energy in Auburn and, and again, that's why Auburn has to work hard down there because a lot of those kids, they're ready to leave, man. I mean, you know, right. I, uh, I was hanging out with Adrian Passe, Auburn's four star 2024 quarterback and his father last week down in Hialeah, which is the town just northwest of Miami. Um, and uh, that's kind of, the you know, they that's what they said. A lot of kids. They're ready to leave. I mean, not everybody, first of all, not every, even if Miami was going 12-0 and every year, not every kid would want to go there. There's always going to be kids that want to leave. And between Miami and Fort Lauderdale and and Palm Beach counties, you've got, you know, 4 million, 5 million, million people, a lot of prospects, um, and there's enough to go around. So why shouldn't Auburn be down there busting its ass to get guys? You know, it makes sense. And historically, Auburn's got such a good track record down there. Even recently, Sean Shivers, Anthony Schwartz. Uh, now, obviously, Elijah Canyon didn't materialize, didn't really pan out at Auburn, or he left before he, he could. But Auburn's still – it's not like Auburn's been ignoring that area. Uh, but the, the, the Auburn's got a good name down there. In fact uh, – Is, a- that, is Austin, that is
1: that is that Rock, Bell, and Tony?
0: Uh, what's that?
1: Is that his area?
0: It is. It okay. is. And, and you know, he coached at FIU. That's Auburn's edge coach, for those that don't know. He once coached at uh, – not FIU, Florida Atlantic – FAU. Uh, yeah, FAU. And so he's been plugged in down there for years. In fact, earlier this year, Jeffrey, I covered one of those Under Armour camps down in North Miami. And, you know, there really weren't really a lot of Auburn targets there, but I was going just to see what was up. And, and uh, some of the prominent media people there and, and high school coaches, and I don't know everybody down there. Please, I don't know nearly as many people down there as I knew five years ago. But, uh, but every one of them said the same thing. And they brought it up. Hey, we love Rock, Bell, and Tony. I wasn't asking them. They brought it up. And so Rock has some real credibility down there. And so you've got that combination of a guy that understands the dynamic down there, Rock, Bell, and Tony, knows all the coaches down there, knows all the other people you need to know down there, seven-on-seven coaches, mm-hmm. uh, uh, people that just know every. There's, there's always in, big, in towns just guys that know uh, we're women, but they just know everybody. And he knows those people. And then you have the fact that they went to Auburn and loved it, and you combine all these things, and it's like, well, why shouldn't Auburn do well down there? Why not? You know, there's plenty of talent to go around there. And historically, Jeffrey, you know this, a lot of South Florida kids have that dog in them. That oh bike, man, yeah. That hunger, that hunger, man. So you you add up all these things, and you've got some real opportunities down there. But back to Reuben Bain, you're right; he just seems to love Auburn, man. He, and and you know his high school coach, Roland Smith, at Miami Central. Went to the University of Miami to work on their staff, but he's not a coach, so they've got these rules that a kid can't follow. Yeah. An off the field staffer, and now they may change that rule, and I think that's what Miami's hoping. But right now, I believe that's still the rule, uh, and that's to Auburn's advantage too. We think we right. think we're trying to get our arms around this whole recruitment.
1: I think it's the most the most important thing you said, Keith, and it go and it pertains to Clay Whedon both and Ruben Bain is they both love Auburn and. You know, they're, it's not like they're locked into a, uh, a specific yeah. coach or coaching staff, but uh, I think that's very important. Um, oh, but, that b- yeah, both do of they those like guys. these
0: coaches? Uh-huh. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I have no doubt about it, dude. Listen, I, I'm not trying to take any credit away from anybody because these coaches have worked very hard on both of these guys and, and multiple coaches. Um, so – very important, but a lot of the questions we get when we post some some momentum for Auburn in recruiting is you know whoa what's going to happen if there's a coaching change. Well, these two guys, I feel like really love Auburn. They love the atmosphere of the campus. They love everything about it, and um, it would I, I still would have a hard time not including them in a class mock uh, um, if, if if I were to do one. And um,
0: yeah, Ye- an- Jeffrey,
1: oh, go ahead. I was going to say another guy that I would probably include, and this is all you right here, Keith, is is Keyshawn Blackstock.
0: Yeah, well, if I could backtrack for one second, you know, I, I cut everybody off because I've got this uh, eight-year-old ADD in me, but, you know, another guy that you and I and Cole Pinkston and uh, other people we work with here that just loves Auburn, now this doesn't mean he's going to end up there, but he has told people we know, credible people, that Auburn's different, and that's five-star edge Quay Russo. Oh, so, you know, who knows, right? Uh, now, Keyshawn Blackstock is a, uh, the number five junior college recruit in the country. He's at Coffeeville Community College, but he's from Covington, Georgia, attended Newton High School. I'm going to have a lot more on him later today, but he's a guy that didn't even play high school football until his junior year. He had some real medical issues as a child. They didn't know whether he was going to live at various points. Damn, I
1: didn't know that. Yeah,
0: and we've got some really fascinating stuff coming up. Comes from a family that loves Auburn. Uh, here's another note. His dad, great guy, spent a lot of time talking in the last couple of days, once helped build the dorms as a construction guy on Donahue that the that the football players live in. Okay? Get out. And during that time, he got to know the players. This was 10 years ago. One of the guys he got to know, Gabe Wright. One of his best friends today, Gabe Wright. One of Keyshawn Blackstock's mentors, that's this guy's son, Gabe Wright. So there's a lot of connections. There. There's a lot of reasons – this kid and his family love Auburn. Okay, now Auburn's got to Auburn's got to still recruit him, and they are, and and interest in him is picking up. He's picking up new offers every week. We oh yeah, more, more big schools are involved. He's heard from Alabama. They got a call from Lane Kiffin two days ago. So things are really heating up. But all things equal, you got to like Auburn's chances. Um, I think it's just going to be he hasn't really met the coaches yet, Jeffrey. So he he kind of want to wants to meet them. He loves them, but he wants to meet them and. Uh, something to keep an eye on. Auburn's got an open week next week, off week, mm. so the coaches will probably be out on the road most of the week recruiting. And uh, you, yeah, I mean, I haven't got to confirm from anybody yet. Uh, but that that potentially could be when Auburn says, "All right, let's go up to to Coffeeville Community College, but and and meet this guy." But they they like him a lot. Uh, they've got a good relationship with Brian Harson, great relationship, in fact. They've been talking a lot to the GM, Drew Fabianitz. They really like him. Uh, some communication also with Will Friend. They like him. They love the coaching staff. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Now, if something happened with that coaching staff, would they still consider Auburn? I think so. Uh, Actually, I'm pretty sure they would. But uh, he's got a lot of schools after him. He's got a lot to think about. But there's a lot of reasons to think that Auburn's going to be in this at the end and and has a good chance of landing him.
1: Yeah, and I don't know the situations at other schools, but I know the situation at Auburn. And that situation is, regardless of who's the coach, I know what the roster is. And I know that the depth chart will be absolutely – Advantageous for Auburn looking for a junior college tackle who's looking to come in and play immediately. You, you got to think Blackstock would come in at Auburn and at least be top two. I mean, he'd have to be really bad not to, not to, uh, not to claim one of those starting spots. Now, this is I don't know who they're going to get from the portal. I don't know who who else they're going to get from the from the junior college ranks. But as of right now, you got to think a kid like that, and he is an impressive guy. And I've just seen him in pictures. Impressive yeah. impressive guy coming in and, and being able. I guess my point is, regardless of who is leading this charge, the roster is going to look, look good for Auburn. When, with a JUCO guy, with a transfer guy.
0: Yeah. You know what his dad told me, Jeff? His dad said that the plan may even be to take up to four or five JUCO linemen and four or five portal linemen.
1: I'm telling you, they're not going to take as many high school guys as, as we initially thought, or at least as I initially thought.
0: Yeah, there's a there, it's it's going. It, I'm telling you, man. Hell, think you, about Keith. It's, it's gonna be think, wild.
1: Think about what Fabianic said on this show two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a void on the depth chart uh, on the roster of junior class offensive linemen. Yeah, and you're gonna you can't fill that with high school guys. You're gonna have to fill that with junior college and transfer portals.
0: Well, we've been saying it. All, we've been you and I have been saying this since before. Drew Fabian, it's Auburn's GM and director Scott, and confirmed it. We knew they were going to have to recruit out of three pots, and it was yep. going to have to be pretty even between the three, right? Because you've got to build. First of all, you have to be you have to have a team. You're building a team next year, but you also have to build a program, which is long term. And so they've got to do all this stuff. But yeah, I, I like their chances with Blackstock, and yeah, he is a he's going to make the best decision for him. And and maybe that I, I think ultimately that's probably going to lead him to Auburn. But if it doesn't, he'll be fine, you know, wherever. Sure. Um, but if it do, if he does land at Auburn, given his that is his they consider Auburn family, okay? Because all the people they know, they know Brad Lester, Brandon Jacobs, Jairus McIntyre, our good buddy down in Tampa. They're buddies with him. They know everybody. Wow. Uh, Dad made a good point. He said, you know what? If he goes to Auburn, th- if he goes to Auburn, he loves Auburn so much. Now again, at the end of the day, you still got to do what's best for you. Sometimes you have to separate your heart with the business decision part, right? But if he ends up at Auburn, his dad said, "Not not not only are they going to be getting a good player, but they're going to be getting somebody that will fight tooth and nail for Auburn because they love Auburn." Isn't that one of the concerns on the board a lot? I want get people always say, "I want guys that love Auburn." Well, in this kid, you'd get a guy that uh, that would have be both, you know, ultra talented and has that Auburn blood running through his veins. So. Let's see if Auburn can finish the deal here.
1: Good stuff, Keith. Got a lot of coming. Up. Look, look for, uh, look for more from Keith on Black Stock today at Auburn Live on three. Again, if you're not a subscriber to that site, it's a perfect opportunity. Fifty percent off sale going on right now. Take advantage of that. And again, please like and subscribe to our YouTube page. Keith got a lot of things coming up this week. Uh, Auburn will travel to Ole Miss. For an 11 a.m. kickoff on Saturday, we all the Auburn Live on 3 crew will be back on Thursday for a modcast. We'll be back on Friday for some more recruiting intel as well as looking ahead to the game. Appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate everybody subscribing. Appreciate Zach in the back, Keith Niebuhr. I'm Jeffrey Lee. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See ya.